Hi friends, Misty here to give you a very quick trigger warning before this episode. Although we are a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, uh, this episode does get a little bit real, just like self-help does sometimes. So we do briefly touch on child sex trafficking and rape. So if these are triggers for you, please consider this your warning and do what you've got to do to take care of yourself. We love you. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, everybody. It's Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. I'm Lisa Linky. I'm Misty Stinnett. And we are here bringing you this amazing content. Just It's just juicy. And it's meaty dripping with knowledge. Because this is your weekly beef. beef. So if you're tuning in for the first time... Mm-hmm. I, I always want to say normally. If yeah. you're tuning in for the first time, half of the episodes uh-huh. are full book reviews. That's right. Those are for Fridays. And right? the other half are, are not. what we call the <laughs> weekly, weekly beef. beef. And We're going to check in on some homework. 100%. We're going to check in on homework. This is where we do supplemental information. Yeah. You get the spiel. We're diving in. Yeah. So, Lisa, you assigned me homework. From Atomic Habits from by a, James by Clear. By James Clear. Yeah. And you gave me a great assignment to, like, go through my whole day and write out my habits and sort of give them pluses and minuses. But, as I always say, you got to cherry pick what works for you That's and what right. doesn't. And That's this right. week, that didn't work for me. So I understand. So, what I tried was what he talks about in the book, which is temptation bundling. Yes. So, you pair an action you want to do with an action you need to do. Yes. So, what I tried this week was because – and I loved the brilliant suggestion that he had in the book of tie something to your morning cup of coffee. Yeah. So – I always brew a cup of coffee. I'm deep, deep into my caffeine addiction yes, right now. Yes. I've tried to kick it and I kick it. And then a few weeks later, I'm like, hey, baby, it's back. It's worse than ever. Let's dive in. <laughs> Stay with it. A cup of coffee is great. Thank you. So I have uh, tried this week to set my coffee maker to brew yeah. in the morning while it's brewing. I do my vocal warm up. And then my reward at the end is that nice hot cup of coffee. Awesome. Yeah, so it hasn't happened every day. Sure. But I could see how my brain and the neural connections could like be wired to do that. That's amazing. Yeah, so that's what I tried. And I will. A little temptation uh, bundling. Hell yeah. Okay. And I will continue to try to monitor my progress. All right, so I love thank that. you thank for you. that. Thank you. Well, thanks for doing thanks, it. Thanks, Jimmy Clear. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy. Um, well, Misty, I am. Trey excitement about today because in oh, our studio, tu français. <laughs> uh, today we have a special guest. Lisa, who is it? in uh, the friendly confines of Fairfax Village Studios is Tanya TKO. Tanya, welcome. Welcome, Tanya. We're so excited you're here. I have a brief bio that I'm going to read. Yes. Tanya TKO is a self-love specialist, life coach, and certified clinical hypnotherapist with over half a million followers on social media. Hell yeah. She's the author of The Book of Affirmations, Self-Love, available on Amazon and bedside at luxury hotels across the United States. Hey, congrats. Uh That's amazing. Over the past 12 years, she's helped thousands of women and men love themselves and each other. In 2011, she was voted media's number one big sister. And full disclosure, she has been my life coach. Yay. This is so exciting. It is so I'm so happy you're here. And Tanya, you... Right before we started recording, handed us copies yes. of your beautiful 
book. It's truly gorgeous. Thank you. And it says, Self-Love, The Book of Affirmations by Tanya TKO. And Tanya, just for everybody, what does TKO stand for? I'm a knockout. Yes. Total knockout. (laughs) Thank you. That sounds like a really great self-affirmation. And you helped me come up with some self-affirmations that I I loved and I still still use and have and and work with. So thank you. That's wonderful. And look at you. You have this amazing podcast going. So something went right. You did. Yeah. You really did. Yeah, thanks for unblocking her and then sending her my way. <laughs> and then I've seen you in so many productions since I know, then. It's been great. And I cheer and clap from you for you from afar. So oh, I I love it. We had some fun times. We had I bet a lot. You did. Um so Tanya, tell us just briefly about um what you can do for people as a life coach and as a certified hypnotherapist. Well, you know, I, this is the example that I come up with pe- for people. The difference between therapy and coaching is that therapy, you unpack the suitcase from the past. And with life coaching, that's when you pack the suitcase up to go where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So oh, as I a, love that. That's a great, great visual. Wow. Yeah. So as, a, so as a life coach, I help people achieve their goals. And with the use of hypnotherapy, I, ha- I get people to rewrite their subconscious programming yeah. because a lot of what stops us from creating actual change are the habits and patterns that we've developed over the years, like you were talking about with the coffee. Mm, and, you know, mm-hmm. so it's a habit, a pa- and there could be some addiction in there, too. But <laughs> sure. oh, Lots of it. Most of it. <laughs> and so we have these habits and these patterns, and it becomes really really difficult to change. So like most of us, we know what we should be doing or need to be doing, but we just don't do it. Yeah. And so with hypnotherapy, you can actually rewrite your subconscious programming and do it effortlessly. Nice. That sounds really exciting. It does. And enticing. Yes. Where can I make an appointment <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> you just come to my website, tanyatko.com, and there's a tab right there for booking. Oh, look Thank at that. You. She makes it, you make it easy. <laughs> and as always, that will be in the show notes yes. for anybody who just wants to scroll down and, and click. click. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a flick. And a click. Flick and a click. Um, Ooh, so Tanya, nice. talk to us about this book that you wrote. What was what was the impetus and, and, and how did you go from vision to reality? Because it's gorgeous. Thank you. You know, I had a really hard, when I first came to Los Angeles, I had a really hard time. Mm-hmm. I was down in the depths and in the trenches. And it was difficult. Like once you, anybody who's ever had a hard time knows that once you get into a hard time, it becomes almost difficult. It becomes almost impossible to get out of it. It's so difficult. And when I was at the at the lowest point of my hard time, I just started telling myself affirmations. And because, you know, it's like life can be like you're on this track, like a train yeah. going down the track. There's momentum. And yes. And yeah. you just keep going and going. And if you don't switch that track, you know, you just keep going down the same path. And there's so many of us. It's like, how many... How, have you ever been like in an accident or tripped and everything just goes in slow motion and you see exactly where oh, you're yeah. going <laughs> and you can't and you stop see, it. Right. And yep. you just crash. Oh, yeah. So that's the way it's like in in life. You see that you're going in a direction you don't want to go in. You're in an unhealthy relationship. Your career's not going where it wants to. Your children are fighting against you. Your parents are still toxic. You're going to holiday events mm. and it's the it's a big brouhaha. Mm-hmm. And you see yourself just continuing go down this path and if you don't shift something you just continue to go down the path and a lot of it is just our subconscious the life that we're living right now 
is the life that our subconscious mind believes is possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you just keep going on that path and something has to shift. And so I decided to create a shift. And in order to create that shift, affirmations were at the key of it. So I just started telling myself affirmations, affirmation after affirmation after affirmation. I was um I was living in my car. Wow. It was very difficult. Once you like I've always been abundant and always had money. But then when I came out to Los Angeles, a set of just like the train track, a set of activities just came into play, the perfect storm, and I ended up living in my car. And so at night, I would just lay there and I was like, you know what, this situation is not getting better. Things are getting worse. And I just started telling myself affirmations. And the affirmations actually, they flicked a switch on the inside and things started changing. And then I just, when I got out of the situation and on the other side of that, I compiled all of my most powerful affirmations and I I got the the feeling on the inside that this needed to be a book. And I personally say that the book came through me mm-hmm. because this book is so much larger than than me and my situation. Elizabeth Gilbert talks about that in her mm-hmm. book, Big Magic. Does she? How ideas sometimes, you just need to be the conduit. Yes. And they're there to see if you are open enough to let yes. them come through you. And if, if you're not open, they'll move on they'll to They'll find else. someone else who is. Perfect. So exactly. powerful. Yeah. Well, this book, that I, I do love um, that, that story. That, and you share that frequently. That's There's really powerful. There's a video on YouTube that you talk yeah. about that. Um, so when I look at this book, just for our, because this is a not a visual medium, <laughs> um, each page, it's it's a kind of like a little workbook. Uh, mm-hmm. And each page has beautiful illustrations. The art yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, we you. really can't um, say enough about how beautiful the art is and so in, in this book. So each page has an affirmation and yes. then has space for you to write yes so like on this page it says i am a force and it's gorgeous it's a person standing like making a vortex with the ocean yes Mm -hmm. um and then there's space for people to write so it says i am a force um and then rewrite this affirmation below yes yes that's the magic of it Mm -hmm. you know and they seem really simple but like you said each page is really gorgeous each page is an is is a meditation in and of itself yeah and all you have to do it's just rewrite the affirmation. That's it. That's it. Right before you go to sleep or right after you wake up. That's when the subconscious mind is most pliable. Yeah. Yeah. So that they call it the power hour. So half okay. hour before you sleep, half hour after you wake up, that's when your subconscious mind is supple and open to receive messages. And for far too many of us, I'm going to take a survey in this room. How many people reach for their phone first oh, thing in the well, morning? That's how I turn off my alarm. Oh my goodness. I would say within the first three minutes, yes. I have tried to yes. start waking up and going, how am I feeling right now? Mm-hmm. How do I mm-hmm. feel right when I wake up and where are three points of tension? Mm-hmm. But then I reach the for draw, my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The pull. What emails did I get? Yeah. Who texted me that I need to respond yeah. to? What time is it? Dude, mm-hmm. Can I sleep in for 10 more minutes? Yeah. And so, you know, like like you said, your alarm is on your phone. So for so many of us, our phones are everything. Our phone is our watch. Our phone is our alarm. Our phone is phone is our, our voice GPS. note. Yes, the yeah. GPS. Everything. Our phone is everything. Yeah. And they've created the phone in such a way that it becomes like like your phone is near your hand right now. Yeah. It becomes a, a thing that you're missing it's from your hand. An, ex- yeah. an extension of it. And children who are born into this existence. Oh God. 
oh my goodness, you take away their phone, it's like you've chopped off their hand. You've you've got a little demon in your house now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've seen that with my friend's kids. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So we reach for our phones in the morning and then all of a sudden we start bum- we we get bombarded with messages. Right. Messaging from the outside and the goodness forbid if you have a social media page yeah, and then there are yeah. people injecting their truth onto you. Yeah. So you wake up into this chaos. Yeah. And absolutely. you begin to get programmed. You start looking at the at the Instagram and you see the the thinness and the and the the hair blowing in the wind and, and you're these, comparing uh, yes, these unrealistic lives yes. and the babies are all well coiffed and behaved and <laughs> yes there's and, no poop anywhere. Yeah. They smell good. Yeah. Exactly. And so, so this is an alternative. That is an alternative. You have to get your affirmations in right before you go to sleep or right after you wake up. It changes so much and you'd be surprised. Like if you read the reviews on Amazon, you'd be surprised there's a magic to affirmations. Mm-hmm. There's a there's like an ancient an ancient magic, you know, cuz human beings, we are older than the internet, we are older than all of these things that we have around us right now, and there's a there's a magic. So I'm also going to say on the other page, you give them specific. When I envision being a force, I see describing detail and there's more room for people yes, to kind of write what right. that means. Mm-hmm. So, and people can get this on Amazon. Yes. So um, a couple of questions I'm going to ask you that we normally ask each other when we review books. Like, who do you think this is perfect for? This book is perfect for a woman, I'd say about 25 to 30 years old, who is, and you know, the, the demographic goes far beyond that. Yeah, sure. But the, the the perfect person for this is a person who is still open and ready for change mm-hmm. in their lives. Mm-hmm. So 25, let's say 25 to 35, that's my demographic. Mm-hmm. And she is interested in having a different type of life, mm-hmm. a different type of life. So I have women who get this book for themselves. They end up getting it for their children. Mm-hmm. Men get this book. And so people who are wanting a more abundant Splendiferous life. Oh, I love splendiferous. <laughs> is there is there a reason that you feel like it's mostly for women and not for men or or non-binary genders? Oh, you know what? That's a perfect question. Well, you know, because I'm a business person, mm-hmm. right? You have to know your target audience, your your targeted demographic. Okay. So my demographic just happens to be Those women. The, the majority but of your viewers. Yeah, and the majority of my viewers happen to be women who are in that age range, twenty five to thirty five. Okay. But actually, this book is perfect for anyone. But if I said it was perfect for anyone, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and it's interesting because looking at. The artwork yeah. there, it it seems like it applies to all genders. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel there's, gendered artwork. Yeah, there's like yeah. there's there's people who are don't seem like a, a specific gender in the artwork. There's feminine right. figures, there's masculine figures, and what I what I really enjoy, just so everybody knows, so I'm. I tend to push back a little bit on only positive thinking. I think mm-hmm. that's only one piece of the puzzle. Yeah, but yeah. what I really love is towards the back of the book, one of your affirmations. Can I share it? Yeah, of course. It says, keep moving. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Yes. That's not everything's fine. You know, the house isn't on fire. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 just keep moving. And yes. I love that because you're not saying, it's, it doesn't seem like it's just to rewrite yeah. and positive so thoughts. Can you tell me the difference between an affirmation and this line of new age thinking that is positive thoughts only cause good things to happen yeah. and negative thoughts cause bad things to happen? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. And you know what? That is actually one of the banes of my existence 
Thank you. <laughs> Ours really, really too. Ours really. Too. <laughs> yeah. Because like I told you, I lived in my car and I lived in my car for almost a year. And there were people who were like, oh, well, if, if, if things were going right in your life, you would be abundant. Nothing would ever go wrong. And is that realistic? Mm-mm. Is no. it realistic for nothing to go wrong ever? Or for different groups of people who or to allow for outside experiences yeah. you can't tell me that you drew in a medical disaster yeah. well you thoughts. know what i do i do believe that i i do believe that we draw things to us don't get me wrong however i believe that there's a greater picture that exists out there so i believe that as we're sitting here we can see each other in the flesh they mm-hmm. may not be able to see us but we can see each other in That's the flesh right. i can touch everyone you. looks great yes, yes. Oh, by yes, the we way do. we all look amazing <laughs> I'm not wearing a sweatshirt. (laughs) It's fine. You're so funny. (laughs) But yeah, so there's the part of us that exists inside of our bodies. And if you were to remember any time of your life, let's say graduation or a time that you were on set, and you think back to what that experience was like, you don't see it through the the peepers in front of your face. You actually see yourself moving in third person. Mm -hmm. Who is that silent observer? Mm. So all of our energy is not in our bodies. There's a greater amount of our energy that exists outside of human form. And so do we draw these experiences to us Yes, we do. I do believe that we draw catastrophic diseases. Can we say um, politically incorrect things on here? You can. We you will can. Push back. We, okay. Yeah, we will okay. absolutely. Because I don't call know if we can it. use. You, you know, can also cuss. We cuss okay. like a motherfucker. Do we? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. So child sex trafficking. I believe that on a on a greater level. Yes, I do believe that we draw these things to us. Wait. 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 That a child who is a victim yes, of child yes, sex trafficking yes, draws it to themselves. Yes. Oh, Tanya, yes. hard, hard disagree. Yeah, well, listen, just so hear me triggered. out. Hear okay, me out. So tell us hear why. Me, hear me out. Hear okay. me out. Listening. So like we were talking about not all of our energy being inside of our bodies. I believe that there is a higher self that we have. And I believe that we come into this life for a type of experience of the soul. That's what it's all about. You know, Earth is the hardest course room, the hardest course, the hardest exam room that we have out there. And so we come into this Earth existence. Part of our energy, large part of our energy is outside of our bodies. And what did we come into this existence for? For for a person who, and like as a child, as a human being, you may not realize that on a soul level, there is something in that experience. There's some There's some richness in that experience that assists your soul in a form of its development and growth. I don't disagree that there that we can always find <laughs> that's development correct. and growth. I don't disagree. <laughs> uh, hold on, I, I don't disagree that that you can always find something useful in a in an experience that you had, no matter how terrible it is. Like that's the benefit for me of like therapy of like reframing and re re reevaluating. Yes. But I really struggle, and this is what like we we tore apart the secret. I really struggle with this belief that. It's victim blaming. It's victim blaming. And also it doesn't take into consideration any kind of systemic oppression or or, or that. Do you know what or I mean? Or the free yeah. will of the people causing the, causing yeah. the well, insane any, grievance. And this this sounds like from you. Louise Hay, which yeah. we mm-hmm. just covered, you, you Can Heal Your, your Life, life yeah. says that like we choose the souls we choose so that we can have an experience. But I'm failing in this moment to find any sense in 
I chose to be a victim of child sex trafficking for a richness of experience. I I reject that. Okay. Well, you know what? And I'll say this, right? You can choose to reject that. That's fine. However, when we start thinking about getting on to the other end, and when you asked me who my book was for, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I gave you a demographic, but I'm glad that you asked me that question because I've actually never been asked oh, that question. Great. And the book is really for people who are willing to think outside of the box. Okay. Any gender, any binary, any non-binary, well, how do you say it? Non-binary. non-binary. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> any binary or non-binary, any any gender person, a person who is willing to think outside of the box. Because if you can think about changing your life in an affirmation, just saying some words, like you said, there's space to rewrite it. Just rewrite it and your life will change. If you have the, the ability to perceive that or conceive that, then you have the ability to really think and listen to what it is that I'm saying. Hear this right here. Who you think you are and who you really are are, are, can be very different things. Absolutely. We can think of ourselves as human beings and think of ourselves as being the victim of a thing. Or we can see ourselves as the architect of a thing. And if you ask yourself, why? Why would my higher self bring something like this into my life? Why? What nuggets are there here? Who am I to become? How do I respond to this stimuli? I was molested as a child. And my the person who molested me died. The, the way that my the way that my 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 family found out that I was molested is they wanted me to go to his funeral. And I revolted against it. And they were like, well, why would you not want to go to his funeral? This is a beloved person in the community. He's beloved. And then it came out, well, this person molested me, and he died before I could confront him. When I was away at college, my mother died, and I had not seen her in months. And then when you start looking at the the complete picture of your life, the landscape of your life, you realize that there's a pattern. There are themes that keep coming up. For me, it was lack of closure. My molester died before I could confront them. My mother died when I was a teenager. I'd never gotten a chance to really come onto the other side of being a teenager and repair that relationship with my mother. So there was no closure there. And when you look through the the patterns of your life and you see, for me and my molestation, for me and the patterns in my life, it was closure, 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 different instances that came up where there was a lack of closure. So I realized that one of the ongoing themes inside of my life was to figure out how, how do I get closure in the situations where there could be no closure Mm -hmm. for another person who was molested. And you said that you're triggered. So I don't know what happened to you in your past. But if you look at the pattern of what's been of what's going on in your life, even for the child sex trafficking victim, if you look at the pattern, there is an amazing amount of soul growth on the other end of taking control of that situation. Totally. I'm going to jump in really quickly because yes. I think what's being, I think you're saying two different things mm-hmm. is what I'm hearing. So 
as far as response goes yeah. to an upsetting event, do we have responsibility? Can we choose to be mm-hmm. the architect of that response yes. or choose to be a victim? 100%. There's a choice to yeah. be made. Yeah. Yes. 1,000%. Totally agree with you there. I think it is a false binary to say that the cause of the event, you're either the victim of the architect or the architect. I believe that that shit if happens. you are shit happens if you are molested as a 3 year old i don't believe you brought that in as an adult do you have a, a responsibility yeah. or a choice to be empowered yeah. but but my my point is if you can't look like i will never agree that a child drew in sex trafficking to themselves and can i also say i think you are talking about something different than like the secret talks about, which is the secret talks about the power of one thought that goes through your mind causes an immediate kind of reaction. Yeah. yeah. Where you're talking about what sounds more like as a, a spiritual experience in the span, great span of mm-hmm. space and time. Right. Yes. And so I, I think what triggered us about the secret is that they're like, well, the people in the Holocaust yeah. died because they didn't think positive thoughts. Exactly. And there's mm-hmm. a there's also a nuanced difference between responsibility and blame. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Are yes. we responsible for how we respond to events? 100%. Mm-hmm. I, all you can control is your reaction. You can't necessarily control things that happen to you. But are you to blame for someone oh, raping you point. in an alley? Right. Let's say I, let's say no. <laughs> and I think and I think when it comes to what it is that you just said, the difference between responsibility and blame, you ask whether or not a three year old is responsible for now when we talk start talking about responsibility, this is the way I feel. I personally believe that there are a lot of moving parts and people do have free will. And as a as a, how you you asked about the three year old, how old is a three year old? I believe they're three years old. I believe that they're much older. I believe in the everlastingness of the soul. I don't believe that a three-year-old is any younger than you or I. They could actually be older than you or I. Anybody who's ever seen a baby (laughs) and you see that they're sitting there very frustrated like, oh my God, I'm sitting inside this little baby body. I had all of these thoughts and ideas I was going to share with the world and then I come in and I can't talk. (laughs) I can't move. Right. (laughs) So if I can say, so it just sounds like, and what I'm really happy about is that we're having this conversation because what's Mm -hmm. difficult for us is that we read a book like The Secret where they say that people died in the Holocaust because they weren't thinking positive thoughts. Yeah. Fucking infuriates like us. or yeah. that babies born in in war-torn syria brought or it upon yeah. themselves or that like if you get paid less than somebody else it's the way you're thinking not because and of, not systemic know, oppression <laughs> like that's right. that's difficult and for i us. think well yeah. for those for many people don't know i'm black Yes. Or what people consider to be quote unquote black. Right. Right. What people consider. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We'll unpack that another time. Yeah. Right. And so as as an African-American woman and all that my ancestors have gone through in this country and abroad. Yeah. Right. Why would a person choose to be born into an existence where there is systemic oppression, right. where yeah. there is supremacy, where there is all all of these things that exist inside of the cultures that we that we're born into that infract upon other people? Mm-hmm. It's not to, it's even especially now right. with the administration we have now. Right. It's not right. easy for no. people of color. Right. It's fucking horrible. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. So why do you feel they do exactly. that to themselves? As as an African American person. 
I can say that there is a there's a power that comes along with being able to overcome what exists in this mm. country. Mm. There's a power, there's a there's a strength of the soul. And if you had to imagine being reincarnated over and over and over again, for those of you out there who are listening who have ever done a past life regression or a pre-birth regression to the moment right before you come out of the canal and you connect to that part of your higher self to figure out all of the things that are on your mind right before you're born, right? We come into these lives and we experience the things that we experience in this life. And it affects us on some level. Personally, I believe that only certain, like if you had to become reincarnated over and over and over again, it could be boring. You could be born into the life of the, 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 the rich King Riley and you have all the riches. But what would that do for the development of your soul? How do you how do you strengthen as a soul? How do you grow? How do you expand? How? Also, the adversity creates being, so being in the alley, being in the alley with that needle in your arm, and someone comes and hits you upside your head with a brick. How do you rise up out of that situation? How do you? So personally, what I believe, I believe that that after you're reincarnated a certain amount of times, that it can become boring to have the the pristine lily life. And then you come in and you give yourself adversity. Me, as an African-American woman, I know that there's a certain amount of strength and power that exists inside of my being Mm -hmm. because of what I have overcome both physically, genetically, and spiritually. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, I would be born black again, time and time again, because there's so much richness. Like if you imagine, like I, I believe it was Booker T. Washington that said, you know, when I when I talk about, you know, freeing slaves. Right. When I talk about freeing the, the situation that exists in this country, I do that not just for the black people but also to assist white people Mm -hmm. in being able to elevate themselves. Sure. Sure. Well, I feel like I just want to say the the long and the short of it is this. None of us know for sure what the answer is. Yeah, nobody does. And and I'm grateful that you shared that perspective. And Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that perspective. And since we don't have as much time as we definitely could take to continue this conversation, I want to circle it back to affirmations. So how do you feel like affirmations, um, because you've talked about how they are life-changing, and and it says on the back of the book, this is a life-changing tool. It's not just like a book to write things down. How do you feel like affirmations like break through a block, or how do you feel like they help people to elevate themselves? Well, you know, it all starts with the subconscious mind. right? And it also, like, I don't know how many of us have ever been in abusive situations. You know, a person can say a thing to you over and over and over again, and you begin to believe it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the like the people going home for the holidays and some of their parents or families may be toxic. Yeah. They can say a thing to you over and over and over again, and it can begin to penetrate. Mm. With the affirmation, you use the affirmation at the time when your subconscious mind is most pliable. Right before you go to bed, right after you wake up. That power hour. Don't get your phone out. and 
do the affirmation as the last thing, and you're going to see something amazing begins to happen. Like it gets in there. Like your subconscious mind is not always open. Like, you know, we're having a conversation. You're like, I will never believe. That's an affirmation right there. Mm-hmm. If you believe that you will never believe a thing, then you'll never believe it. You will put up the, the your, your critical mind will put up blockers to block a thing out. Sure. And it won't be able to penetrate. But right in that, that power hour, when your subconscious mind is pliable, you tell yourself an affirmation and your subconscious mind believes it to be true. It believes it to be true. Even if your conscious mind is like, oh, this is a, ah. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the way to help it, like sort of yes. sneak past it the gets, block. It gets past the block okay. and goes right in there because the subconscious mind does not have a sense of humor. Like I said, the lives that we're living right now are a result of what our subconscious minds feel is possible. You've been programmed since the time that you first came out oh, for sure. of the womb. Yeah, That's what, for like sure. Like in the four agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz yeah, says. with everything. So I just want to wrap it up to something you said to me, Tanya, when we were working together, that the science part of me was like, and then the, also the spiritual part of me was like, um, which was you said, you know, the spirit doesn't know the difference between now, the past, and the future. Yeah. Yes. And so when I was using affirmations, you know, that was... Okay. Excuse me. When mm-hmm. I do use affirmations, but like when I was working on those affirmations to change my life, <laughs> that was amazing. When I was like, "Well, how is this? How will this work?" And you said, "You know, your spirit doesn't know, especially in that golden hour, those power hours. Yeah. Like, it doesn't know that you're talking about right now or the right. future or the past. Like, right. it's just in. It's just kind of living all over the place. Right. right. So this that is was, how we astral travel as well. Yeah. So that I was like, you know, and of course, me, I was like, well, but um, you know, I feel like as a practitioner. And yeah. a life coach, you offer w- w- many different modalities, right? Right. Yeah. And then as right. as a user, we pick and choose what works and is most comfortable for us. Yes. Um, and I want to say thank you for coming in and having this conversation. Oh, my God. I think, thank you for being here. Yes. It's so difficult. I mean, what, what I think is hard is when we read this book and we can't ask the person, like, what they think. Yeah. And Lisa and I also come from a similar point of view and with a lot of the new age stuff or those yeah. those lines of thinking. And so it's nice to have somebody here that believes strongly in the other perspective yeah. Yeah. so we can have a dialogue about it. And uh, the one thing I want to say about the book that I'm holding is it sounds like we should leave this on our bedside table. Mm-hmm. So it's like right there yeah. with a pen. last thing before we close our eyes first thing in the morning and it really is such a beautiful book that you can leave out that looks good on the bedside table yeah this is how it got into luxury hotels across the US right on the bedside I can see why and who did the art you know it was a collaborative effort was it okay that's so great Um, and for anybody who wants to go to the book's website it is selflovedworkbook.com Dot com. And Tanya, where can people find you on social media, on your website, to get in touch for consultations? Yeah, well, my name is Tanya TKO, and that's T-O-N-Y-A-T-K-O. And I'm at TanyaTKO.com, and I'm at Tanya TKO Show on Facebook, Tanya TKO on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter. I'm all over the net. You just have to spell Tanya with an O. Yeah. Perfect. And again, and they can buy this on Amazon workbook. too as well, right? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Amazing. It's on we'll Amazon. Put all those links in show notes yeah. so everybody can find it with one click. It's right next to your thumb yeah. right now, people. And Tanya, we like to end our show by saying that life is abundant. Mm. Would you like to join us? Yes. All right. Life, life is, is abundant. abundant.
Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know you can also find us on the social medias. Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast. Twitter at G-H-Y podcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.